Okay. Hello, friends. Alcohol. Quite an interesting topic, isn't it? It's more interesting because we've been conditioned to drink it, whether it's movies, TVs, social interaction, pressure to drink, to emulate. To not drink would be crazy. Now, in this quick video, I'm going to break down a few things that I've learned being over 100 days sober. And I'll leave the timestamps below, but first want to break down all the things that I learned and the benefits of sobriety. So I hope you'll join me, and I hope you tell a friend about it too. Okay, so there's actually seven uh, great benefits that I realized being 100 days sober. Now, I originally became sober as kind of a challenge to myself. My wife and I, uh, we've been trying to conceive a child. And, uh, you know, we've been eliminating a lot of processed foods and caffeine and alcohol and, you know, all the good stuff. So on Halloween, we actually decided to make that our last day to drink. So we definitely went pretty ham on Halloween. But with that said, we wanted to make sure that moving forward, we made a conscious effort to not drink, no matter the situation. And it, of course, is a challenge after a few weeks. You kind of get used to it. Uh, here's the benefits that, um, that we experienced. So I wrote these down. So number one is it improved my physical health. So obviously, alcohol consumption can increase the risk of uh, developing numerous health problems. As we all know, studies have made that abundantly clear. Things like liver disease and you know certain types of cancer, uh, cardiovascular disease. So by not drinking alcohol, you may be able to reduce the risk of developing any of those type of health problems. And I personally have noticed my workouts have gotten longer and more intense and not in a bad way. It was uh, kind of interesting for about, I don't know, three, four weeks. I realized that working out when I wasn't hungover a couple of days before, because you don't realize when you're hungover, kind of beat up that next day after drinking, it really affects you for the next 48 hours, right? Because you're extremely tired the day that you're hungover, and then you try to boost yourself up with caffeine that entire day, usually isn't the best. And then you can't sleep at night, right? Because you're dosed full of caffeine, you kind of crash hard. And you don't know caffeine stays in your system for over 12 hours after consumption. So you're not hitting that REM sleep at night, when you know, you wake up the next day and you're a little, you're still a little groggy, right? Because you didn't get the best sleep. So then what do you do? A little more caffeine. So I've realized that without doing any of that stuff, and with keeping my body as clean as I possibly can, my workouts have been great. So it's really helped improve my physical health. Number two is improved mental health. So naturally without alcohol, kind of like I mentioned with the physical health part, you become more focused, right? So I've realized not only did I literally have like zero anxiety or depression because I was not dosing myself with caffeine to kind of get up, but I was more focused. And it says here, you know, alcohol can actually disrupt the balance of chemicals in the brain and it can lead to depression, anxiety, and other mental health problems down the road. So not drinking alcohol can actually improve your mental health and overall well-being. Number three, better sleep. So this is something that I, I still kind of struggle with even without drinking alcohol. But my sleep definitely improved, I could tell you that for sure. Without drinking alcohol for these 100 plus days, I've noticed that I'm able to fall asleep a lot quicker. I still don't sleep a full eight hours like I want to, uh, which is kind of hard, right? I just got a lot on my brain. That's uh, some issues that I got to deal with <laughs> on my own. But I think overall my sleep really improved. And again, that goes back to if you do the research, which I'll kind of reference a few things in the episode notes. But when you do the research and you really understand what alcohol does to your body, even when you think it's out of your system. So when you have like a glass of wine at 8, 9, 10 p.m., you don't understand that it's in your system for hours and hours afterwards. So your body's not able to sleep and to fully recover. And sleep is the most important thing you can do on a daily basis. 
because sleep allows us to recover more. It allows us our brain to kind of reset. So there's a lot of benefits to good sleep, and I've definitely seen that. Number four, increased productivity. It says here that alcohol can impair cognitive function and make it difficult to concentrate and be productive. So not drinking alcohol could actually allow you to be more focused and productive on daily activities. And this includes, you know, minimal stuff. So even things like trying to remember what you had to do that day, to-do lists, you know, taking out the trash, doing the dishes, you know, things like that. So if you've been in a situation where you're really hungover and kind of messed up from the night before, do you get a lot done? The answer is no. And if you do, kudos. You're a freaky human nature. You should continue to drink because you are Superman. But for the vast majority of us, usually if you're really messed up from the night before or you're drinking alcohol that day, you're not sitting around doing a bunch of productive stuff, right? That's why we don't drink during work usually, depending on where you work. So number five, improved relationships. I can relate with this a little bit. It says here that alcohol can lead to conflict and potentially problems in your personal relationships and maintain healthier communication. And I think a lot of us have been there, right? I mean, there's never been a story where like your Uncle Joe gets really messed up and he doesn't ruin everything, you know? It's usually not a great story when it starts with, dude, I was so hammered last night. It's usually not a positive story, right? So we all know that. Number six, financial savings. So this is a big one, especially for me because we're, you know, looking to start a family. So that costs a lot of money. So we kind of looked at our bills and understood that we spent a lot of money on alcohol. It's even more interesting when you go out to dinner. You ever out to dinner and not order a drink? It's fascinating. We do that and we sometimes split a meal or maybe we get an appetizer. We went out the other day, 30 bucks for dinner. 30 bucks. But if you add alcohol on that, it's like 50, 60, 70 dollars. It's because one drink is the cost of a meal, which is crazy. Because I used to be a bartender. I always think of this when I order drinks because they only put, depending on the drink, they only put one shot in. So if you order like a, you know, Moscow Mule, that's a one shot of vodka, one ounce. And the rest is just juice and mixers. So you're paying for a shot when you probably have that at home and it's $20 for a handle. If you're going to drink at home at least, because it does get pricey. So it says here, alcohol can be very expensive, and uh, especially if you consume it frequently, some people say they spend up to $100 a week just on alcohol. So by not drinking alcohol, you could save a substantial amount of money. And we also got to think if you are spending $100 a week on alcohol, it's $400 a month. Could you use that $400 a month somewhere else? Maybe. So essentially, if you're implementing all these things, it's probably not going to end up bad. Yeah, you might get some Snickers if you're not drinking at a party or something like that. But, you know, now it's becoming more and more mainstream to not drink. And we're intelligent enough to understand the consequences of drinking. You know, it's like back in the day, cigarettes used to be cool, right? And then eventually, 20-something years later, we realized, oh, no, it causes cancer. So now when you see someone smoke, typically, and I used to smoke. Now when I see someone smoke, I'm like, dude, gross. No bueno, right? Not good for your health. And, you know, eventually you can party and get away with this, this type of stuff. But if you ever have some type of chronic disease, the first couple things they tell you to stop is stop eating processed foods, stop smoking, stop drinking. So if they're telling you to do that, why even do it beforehand? Now, listen, this is not a video of saying that you shouldn't be drinking because I, I love to drink. It's a good social lubricant. And of course, you know, if you're having issues with drugs and alcohol, I recommend you seek a professional. The one thing I wanted to get through on this video is it's okay not to drink. There's plenty of alternatives that we can 
consume that give us the same calming effects, whether it's a CBD drink or hop water. When you really start diving in to understand what alcohol does to our body, very similar to what processed foods do to our body. We have to kind of take away the social pressure and the keeping up with the Jones mentality, and we have to focus on ourselves and our family. You only get one body, so why mess around with that garbage? Oh, hey there. First of all, thanks for making it to the end of this video. Not a lot of people do, according to the YouTube analytics, but I, I do want to say thanks for listening to this. There's some more episodes if you want to check those out, and they're all just as good. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out those timestamps below to reference uh, some of the topics I talked about, as well as some discount links to some of our sponsors and affiliates. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll see you next time.